I want me some glory hope. Yeah! Hello and welcome to the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, or on iHeartRadio. We thank Agent Henry Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. I'm your host, Bo Stevens, and I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy? Alright, alright. Ooh, Bo Cephas, here we go. Well, I don't know about you, buddy, but last week felt like a week-long amazing blowjob. It was tra- it was tremendous, tremendous <laughs> blowjob. It was beautiful. It seemed like we had picks on every single day, and sure enough, the great hummers just kept coming and coming. Now, this will be breaking <laughs> news to our married seekers out there, but you are allowed to have back-to-back weekends of mind-blowing mouth hugs. So what do you say, buddy? Let's just do it again. Uh, you know, I thought I thought blowjobs were only for birthdays. Fuck no, man. Get a new wife for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> They're daily, baby. Now, whether you are here for the funny. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn spiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. My apologies, Mr. President. I will do better. Do you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in. That's right, Adam Sandler. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly monthly and yearly packages to fit your needs go to what's up the football glory and hit us up for those free picks premium picks and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way the winning way the football glory hole way y'all know the drill by now we will make you laugh <laughs> we will make you cringe holy santa claus shit but most of all baby we'll make you a shit ton of money Love that money. Now, with all that business out of the way, welcome, welcome to the world's number one football capping podcast, Bo Cephas, as always, right here on the sports patio. We got the TVs glowing. We got the beer heavily flowing tonight, and right now it is everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show. My friend, tell the people all about your horrible, Freaking disgusting cold choice of the week. Well, thank you very much there, sir. Tonight I am drinking a Lighthouse Blonde Ale by Pearl Street Brewery in Buffalo, New York. Uh, mm. 1.25 stars out of 5. It's a terrible beer, which is not a yeah. shocker. 
Because there are no real blondes in New York. They're all fake and overpriced. But mm. the particular reason that I'm this beer is apropos tonight <laughs> is because you can tell by the sound of my voice. It's a little shot tonight. And no, not because I'm sick with the new killer cofluenza, whatever the fuck they're calling that shit now. Cor- corona. It's because I've been practicing my, practicing my quarterback cadence there, Longhorn, because... Special announcement. I am the new starting quarterback for the New York football Mm. giants. No. After all these years of being undrafted, in spite of a solid 40 time and being able to bench press twice my body weight, it is finally my fucking time. Now, some of you may be wondering how this came about, but actually it was pretty simple. I just wrote an email to uh, my new coach and GM and pointed out to them, that I had more passing yards than their entire football team did last week in spite of not playing a snap, which by definition makes me 100% upgrade Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at the position, and they couldn't be more thrilled to have me at the helm of the offense this week. And I know that anybody that knows me is probably thinking, hey, aren't you a little too short to play quarterback? And you know what? I just like to remind all you people that I'm the same height as Kyler Murray. So no, I'm not too short. And in fact, I'm the perfect size to be considered for league MVP after week six of every goddamn NFL season. So go big blue. Yeah, that all that's I can't argue with any of that besides the fact that nobody believes that you uh just happened to catch a little cold. What we all believe is that you were definitely taking this whole blowjob week too seriously. You were chugging way too much cock and you caught <laughs> and you caught a severe case of the coronades, man. So no, that you can't play for the Giants because you are you got the Magic Johnson disease. You you're out, man, at least seven days. You gotta you gotta knock that shit out. <laughs> Well, test pending, test pending. Keep checking Shefty. He'll give you the update on my playing status <laughs> as of yeah. Sunday. But for right now, we're going to get to the podcast, boys and girls. We're going to the good, the bad, and the Are you fucking kidding me? We're going to go over kind of every game in the NFL tonight. Uh, and we're going to give you free picks <laughs> to get you paid, of course, of course. But right now, we got to get paid. And to do that, here is this week's sponsor. This week's podcast is sponsored by Billy's Burger Barn. Are you tired of people finding you attractive? Do you wish you had less self-respect? Do you want people to stop loving you? Well, then come on down to Billy's Burger Barn. At Billy's Burger Barn, we have just the right combination of fatty-ass foods covered in salt and devil semen that will make you hate yourself in no time. And just one fucking bite of this preservative-filled, fat-laden, horseshit excuse for food, and you will have to avoid contact with your family for at least a week out of pure fucking shame. And nothing shortens your life expectancy like our extra value meal, so come on down to Billy's and get the Glory Hole Boys special. That's four double bacon cheeseburgers, exercise fries, and the biggest goddamn milkshake on the planet. All for just $5.99. At Billy's Burger Barn, you know our jingle. Your fat ass is gonna eat somewhere. Might as well be here. Holy shit, Longhorn. That uh, Billy's Burger Barn sounds like a hell of a place to eat. I know you and I have frequented that place many times, and I know it's probably not the best ad to run right now as everybody's, you know, doing their... New Year resolution to lose weight, but let's face it, people, you were fucking fat last year. You're gonna be fu- you were fat the year before. You're gonna be fucking fat this year too. Let let's not fucking you know have delusions of grandeur here. Just love yourself, love your fucking fat stupid body, and uh, <laughs> eat some fucking billies because it's it's good shit, man. It's good shit. 
it's real good shit. It does pack on the pounds, you know. And of course, this time of year when you go to the gym, you you always run into the guy that's like, you know, you're both going to the the sit up pad at the same time or whatever, doing your little core work, and you know, you look at you're you going to use this, and you're like, no, you're too fat. You're not going to use this, are you? And then and then of course you realize, oh, that's just <laughs> that's. Then you realize that's just a mirror, so I'm talking to myself. So then I just walk my fat ass away and go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> using that core shit <laughs> and now it's time for the good oh that's good that's good well that's just fucking great that's just fucking great the bad is this bad is this bad well that's fucking not good and the are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me god damn it are you fucking with me All right, boys and girls, as always, we start with the good, and the good last week was fucking hoss, baby. Yeah. Bowl season ended on a 10-0 and streak. I said 10-0. and 3-1 and in the NFL on Sunday. Fucking crushing it, baby. Yeah, it's, like I said, I mean, it felt it felt so good. It's so good when it hits the lips every time. It's, it's just, let's, get, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going, but right now we got to tell on ourselves what we always do for the bad. And the bad last week was, uh, no shocker, us in the Super Contest. Two and three. Another losing (laughs) week. In spite of having another 75% hitting week and real money. Mm. So Longhorn next year, I say, I joked about it before, but now I'm kind of serious. Let's just let my six-year-old niece pick the teams for us. And I'll I'll, I'll be willing to wager right now if we did that. She would do better than us yeah, when we finish this year. This year, oh, there's no doubt. I mean, like it's just, it's, oh my god, it's so embarrassing what we've done in that in that con. And it's our first entry too. Like, and we're not gonna stop. We're gonna we're gonna enter every year until we win this bitch. But my god, we and this is like the third time at least that we have had a winning NFL, you know, on on our personal books and with the clients, and a losing week in the third? contest. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I can't remember how many times, but like, it's been, it's been way too much. It's been annoying. It's been uh, frustrating, and we're gonna. This is one of our. It's on the list of our off-season things to do. We're gonna, we're gonna do a deep dive and figure out the the process here, and how to how to get the best out of this. Because, look, man, you know, winning with the clients, yeah, that's what we're here to do. But. Going to Vegas and holding that big giant cardboard check, that will happen. And the only way we're going to get to it is by figuring out the way to balance these closing line values with what our computers say. And, and, you know, the, and again, it's tricky this year with the COVID. It's fucking everything up. It's, you know, it's, it's making things cloudy. It's muddy in the waters, all that stuff. But there's a balance there. We're going to find it. That's what we're going to do in the offseason. Yeah, I think we'll have to change our name when we enter it next year, though, because, uh, holy shit, has this been embarrassing. But anyway, moving on to the... Are you fucking kidding me? And this week, uh, it was kind of hard to find one. We had such a great week, which is always a good thing. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Jacksonville Jaguars owner. Uh, Con, I think is his last name. Shaka Khan. Here's why. Something like that. How a billionaire can make such a bad hire as Urban Meyer is really beyond me. 
I mean, you knew the dude was a piece of shit as a person, which I have no problem with. Lots of successful people are pieces of shit. That's just kind of how the world works. Sorry to break, you know, any of our young listeners' hearts. You know, everybody that you meet is a piece of shit is going to be way more successful than you are. That's just, I'm sorry. That's just how it goes. Mm. But you have every resource for you at your disposal to find out all this dirt, and yet you use none of it. And then you let him hire a strength coach who's openly racist by all accounts. You let him kick players and be demeaning to his staff, which, by the way, has come out. That's not his first time for any of this shit. And now it comes out that this fuckhead used a picture of Travion Martin at Ohio State as his reason for his no hoodie policy, which he admitted to. He denied first, and now he admitted to today. And look, I don't care what your beliefs are. I don't care about your morality because the the matter of the fact is every single member of the morality police is only that way until it compromises them and what they want to do and they fucking fold on all their so-called beliefs. But as the owner of a billion-dollar company, to use such little of your resources to make the biggest hire in your entire organization, like what the fuck are you even doing in the NFL? Get the fuck out and sell the teams to somebody who actually cares about winning fucking football games and not just grabbing fucking headlines with your stupid Mario Brothers fucking mustache. Like, get get just get the fuck out. Get out. I, I've never actually seen this guy, a picture of him, but the, now I, I must look him up if he's got a Mario mustache. This is now I'm intrigued. But it's a I, fabulous mustache. <clears throat> it is. I will say, how do you feel about this guy is going to be hiring the next coach for your boy Goldilocks. That's that's got to feel good. Yeah, I don't feel good about it at all. <laughs> I fucking feel that uh, you know, in our little contest we have ourselves, I drafted number one overall, Trevor Lawrence, and he's absolutely going to be a fucking bust now. So thank you very much, you Mario <laughs> Brothers. Look at motherfucker. right now what's happening over here excuse me what is happening here what is happening what the fuck just happened oh you know what's happening it's time for all those wins coming in the air tonight baby Boys and girls, it's time you all been waiting for. It's time to go over every kind of game in the NFL in the air tonight. And Longhorn, we will start on the Saturday matinee with the Denver Broncos hosting those Kansas City Chiefs. And they are 11.5 point home dogs. 11.5 point home dogs with Denver should be a slam dunk, at least lean. And I guess I'm forced to go that way, but I fucking hate that quarterback so much this guy will be out of the league in a couple of years uh maybe he hangs around as a backup just because his arm talent is well they say it's they say it's retarded good but honestly i never see it when he plays um but 
I think it's just retarded. Yeah, he might just be just retarded. Um, look, Kansas City coming <laughs> off Kansas City coming off a loss. They don't want to have two straight losses going to the playoffs. And and I remind me that they have to win this game to secure their spot, right? No, they have to they have to win this game to have any chance at the number one seed. So it's kind of like I'm half motivated, half not. I mean, on you know, looking at it as a whole, everything considering, I would I would take Denver and the points if I had to, because like you said, Kansas City's motivated, but kind of eh, you know, not not completely. And let's not forget they're coming off a short rest. They um. They play Saturday night, come off short rest, and that, and that dog fight they had with, with Cincinnati last week. Now they're going on the road, short rest to Denver in the altitude. You know, I, they're obviously going to win the game. Are they going to fight hard enough to get that huge margin? I don't know. So I'd, I'd lean Denver. Yeah, it's the only way you can lean is Denver. Obviously, the numbers support Denver, and even our favorite algorithm, which, um, again, predict not it's not our favorite like it's our favorite. It's the one that generally does predict favorites, uh, which, again, last week. Let's see. I actually went 2-2 two and two on the disagreements last week, so that's about as cold as it's been. Yeah, uh, but and even it has Denver and in this, on this in one, this week, so. uh, And in this week, the computers, this is probably the least – this is kind of like week one. The, well, actually, it's worse than week one in the NFL as far as oh, leaning on the computers. Way yeah, worse. because this is all just motivation. So the computers will use them as a guide, but this is a um, this is just a straight motivation week handicap. Yeah, one this one hundred percent. This is this is the week in the season where the computers are the most useless. Week one, you know, you got your priors, you got your projections, you got the things right. that lead us to. I mean. It, to pull back the curtain, we've already made a lot of these bets week one, way before week one, so uh, that's just kind of how that works. But yeah, they're, but to lean anyway, other than Denver, is a little crazy to me with 11.5 points because, again, like you said, Kansas City wins the game. If they're winning by 20 in the fourth quarter, no fucking chance. I mean, Andy Reid's the king of sitting people. Everybody's coming out of the game. Right. Easy back door open all day long. Unless, unless they're down by 30 points. You've got the back door open all day long on this, so which could happen yeah. with that shithead quarterback. <laughs> Fucking hell, man! He's easily, easily could happen. I'm not endorsing <laughs> Denver. I'm just saying the only way I would lean is Denver. All right, moving on. The Saturday night game. Yeah, those Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> They're traveling to that goddamn dirty city of Philadelphia, and they are now four and a half point down to four and a half point home fa- or road favorites. Yeah, down to four and a half. Uh, Dallas is getting hit with the COVID now, too. I don't personally, I, I mean, we listen to the radio. We we understand that that Jerry Jones is is saying that they're going to play starters. I don't know why they necessarily would. I don't really get the gain there, especially if you're going to be losing a bunch of stars um, on both sides of the ball already with, with COVID issues. Um, so it's down to four and a half for a reason. They're telling you that, you know, that's obviously starters are, are coming out for Dallas. I think, I think with the mustache starting for Philly at home, he, he's not going to be in quit mode. That, that dude, he knows no quit. That dude's the tiger King. I mean, he's going to be out there slinging that ball around, just, just balling his ass off. Um, so to me, this is a slam dunk pick for Philly with the points. Uh, I like him on the money line. And honestly, I think later in the week, well, you would think that 
cooler heads would prevail and Dallas would say, you know what? A couple more people pop up on the COVID list from, you know, tomorrow. A couple more. It's just, it's going to point to like, hey, let's just pull the plug. Get everybody, get everybody out of here. Let's just not give a shit about this game and get ready for the playoffs. So um, I think the four and a half is good value now. If, if you like that, I would get it in now because I think as we get towards game time on Saturday night, you could be looking at closer to a pick type line. Uh, and, and because Dallas is just going to pull everybody and say, fuck it. Yep, couldn't agree more. Already personally bet Philly at seven as soon as the number came out. Uh, I think Philly game, Philly wins this game straight up. First of all, I think if everything was equal and the two teams were just matched up in at the time that they're playing, Philadelphia's playing better football right now. They're a more physical team. Uh, Dallas can't run the ball, and Dallas can't stop the run. That This is a nightmare matchup for them, and I think if, if we if they were if it was win or go home, I would take Philly on the money line on this game. So yeah, obviously I'm all over Philly. As bad as it hurts my heart to say it, I fucking hate the Eagles. But again, we predicted right here seven weeks ago now that Philly was going to go to the playoffs when they were sub 500, and yeah, they're in the playoffs. So the numbers don't wee, lie. At the end of the day, wee. Philly actually is a pretty good team. That's my sounder. So, by the way, I was I was doing a uh, okay. I was doing my own little sounder for. Upset win there. <laughs> nice, but I do I do love your prediction of things. I mean, Tyron Smith's already out. I mean, ha, you lose one more offensive lineman and you still put <clears throat> Dak out there, then you're just then you you fucking deserve whatever you get if you're the Cowboys. And, and how have opinion. we seen how have we seen this go? Have we ever seen in these? I mean, God, we're all experts with this COVID bullshit situation now. When do you ever see it where oh they had a couple players out and then nobody else got ruled out for like three more days? Fuck no! There's there's more coming. It's gonna happen. So, uh, yeah, I think you, I think you. And you're Philly had Philly had yeah Philly had twelve players ruled out. Like, I mean, put on the list like immediately after their game. So that means they they could all be back technically yeah. by this Sunday. So Cowboys are just now hitting all these people getting the list, which means they're not playing. I mean, Parsons is officially ruled out. Tyron Smith's officially ruled out. Uh, Brown's officially ruled out. So again, which I, I could care less about the defensive guys, that they wouldn't be able to stop Philly's running game anyway. It wouldn't matter. But again, for Dallas's sake, for the playoffs' sake, Tyron Smith's already out. You you lose one more offensive lineman, and you still put your fucking yeah. franchise on the That'd field. Dumb. You deserve what you get. Dumb. All right, we're gonna move on to your Detroit kneecapping Lions. Fuck They're yeah. hosting those Green Bay Packers. And all those, this game opened at Green Bay minus 11. It's down to Green Bay minus three and a half. Road favorite. God, I wish I had I wish I had Detroit plus 11. Holy shit. So this is obviously yeah. the line's moving because, you know, words out, Green Bay is not going to play starters very long. Um, there's really only one way to look at this, and that's if you like Green Bay, play them either first quarter or first half. First half might be pushing it. I don't know. I'd probably look towards first quarter. Um and then and then play second half on Detroit, or you know take take the the three and a half or whatever you just said the lines at. That's the only way you can look at it. Um, for me, I will say before we move on, I can't wait to dive into Detroit. They're they're one of my you know handful of favorite teams that really knocked the draft out of the park last year, and uh, we'll dig into that more in the offseason. I mean, clearly, no, they did. Like I mean, if you look at the, uh, I said that on. <laughs> Look, this this is. I'm just know. busting your balls. But I'm remember, just busting do you remember balls. when we were in Tennessee? We were sitting at Margaritaville at the bar, and I and I turned to you, and this was in the third round. I was like, 
third or fourth round or whatever, I was like, dude, Detroit is fucking killing this draft. And if you look at their draft picks, first, second, third, fourth round. Tennessee. I'm sorry, Detroit. Ooh, Cleveland. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was. Cleveland. Yeah, that was, sorry. The year before was. Don't, don't, don't put us in Detroit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why is why does Cleveland have a Margaritaville? That's so weird. But anyways, yeah, you're right. Cleveland, Margaritaville. And I said, <laughs> and I said <laughs> that just doesn't seem right. Um, and I said, yeah, Detroit's killing this. And if you look at their first, second, third, fourth round picks, they're, they're all starting. They're all playing well. They're grading out well. So going forward, I can't wait to see if they can do it again, continue to build on that offensive and defensive line, get an identity, and uh, just start, just, you know, kneecap the fuck out of people going forward. Well, uh, the only thing I have in this game is the flip-flop factor, which, by the way, update on that. So this is teams that covered versus teams that didn't cover the week before. Mm -hmm. Uh, They went 5-1 last week for the year. They're now 57-34-1. That's 62%. If you just fucking said, who covered last week? They did. They played a team that didn't cover? Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll bet the team that didn't cover. Yeah, you'd be hitting 62%. I don't know what the historical rate on that is, if I'm being honest, but guess what, boys and girls? Obo Steve is going to be tracking that going forward every fucking year because this, I don't know if it's an anomaly or what. I, I no. have to think that it is because if it was this fucking so. easy, then... No, I don't I don't mean to win. Whatever. I mean, like, cut or bad performance, good performance. We know that. That's always been a thing in the NFL, but covering spreads... Covering spreads. If it's this fucking easy, I would think Vegas would have been taking a bath a long time ago. So we'll see. We no, will be, see. But no, because uh, pu- the public doesn't doesn't bet shit like that. The pub. That's why it actually wins. Uh, you know, that's the whole situational thing. Is like it, the reason they're covering at that rate is because the public they follow the teams that played well the week before, and they fade the teams that sucked. The week. You know, we've. They suck. I'm yeah. not betting them. I and mean, it, you know, it's like that's the way it goes. But I mean, that's the same theory as like saying, "Oh, the public just they bet all the favorites." So if you just bet all the dogs, you'll win money. Well, that's not true. Like no. overall, you know, they Vegas pretty much gets it right, and they get it to. When did you start tracking well that? What what week did you start tracking that? This, this is since the very first week of the season. Oh, you did it since the very first so, week. Okay. Yeah. So and again, well, this is only teams that cover versus don't cover. So you don't have a lot of matchups every week, right? You know, right. some teams neither team covered. Some teams what, had bye weeks, whatever. Blah, blah, and blah, what'd you blah, say blah. the record was? But fifty-seven, thirty-four, and one. Fifty-seven and thirty-four. So fifty-seven plus thirty-five. It's Ninety-one games. Divide ninety-two. Divided forget the by, one. Forget the one. Well, I'm not forgetting the one. I'm adding it. Divided by 17. So it's an average of 5.4 a week. I mean, that's a healthy amount. That's that's actually quite a bit. Well, divide by 18. There's 18 weeks now. Well, we haven't done it yet, so it's not in the number, sir. That's a great fucking point. Excuse <laughs> me. So, so five, five, would you say 5.1? 5.4. 4, okay. So this week, uh, Detroit is one of those teams. They did not cover last week. Green Bay did cover last week. So they would be in this category. And I'll try to name all those as we go down if I remember. But anyway. Oh, uh, actually, it's 16 weeks because the first week doesn't count. 
right? True. Yeah, yep. so there 92 divided by 16, that's 5.7. Boom. Man, that's almost six picks a week. You got there, boys and girls, at 62%. Oh, shit. You win some fucking money right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think your handicap is perfect. I think you play Green Bay the only way you can play them. First quarter, I think it's good. First half, maybe. Uh, and then Detroit, obviously, you're looking to live bet them in the second half if you can get a good number on it. But, yeah, I think you got the perfect handicap on that. All right, moving on. Those Minnesota Vikings are hosting the Chicago Bears, and they're now five-and-a-half-point home favorites. Yeah, this is the um, this is the um, coaches are fired game here. Uh, I don't yep. – all the value has gone. I, I did like Minnesota earlier in the week at this number – you know, you can make an argument it's in that dead number area, so it still has value. If you think it's going to go up to six, six and a half, I don't. For, for me, it's at the stay away zone. Um, so you, you can tell me what you think. But I, I believe Fields is starting for Chicago. It's what I heard. Um, these rookie quarterbacks on the road this year has been <laughs> not too good. So, um, you know, if you like Chicago – you better be careful because the rookies on the road have been have been terrible. You know, since both coaches are likely fired, I don't, I don't. Uh, it's kind of a wash there. Uh, but overall, I even though they haven't played much like it, I do think Minnesota is the better team. Certainly, the better quarterback here. So I'd have to lean to that way if I was forced. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I bet Minnesota early in the week minus two and a half. Um, and again, when you're betting early in this COVID fucking era that we're in, you're taking a huge, huge fucking gamble. So if any clients are listening wondering, why, why the fuck didn't you send us those picks? That's why, because we do things early in the week on our own books, personally, that we don't put out because, you know, we're trying to gather as much information as humanly fucking possible, just like everybody else is. So don't get all butthurt about it. Um, I've, I've, you know, done a little bit better than I thought I would betting these games early with all this COVID bullshit, but... Uh, this one's obviously moved in my favor. Um, at five and a half, I don't know that I would play it. But, yeah, co- both coaches are probably fired. Um, I don't know that either team has much motivation to play. The only motivation I can see from Minnesota is the fact that maybe Zimmer keeps his job and Cousins is going to be auditioning for a new team. So, I guess, I guess, but yeah, that you know, way, I don't know how much he's gonna... players really want. He's gonna stick around so that and go through the Kellen Mond era. He can't wait for that. Oh, you talking about Zimmer? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. was get, that fucking get rid of Cousins. You know, Mike, Let's start Kellen so, Mond. That's so funny. Uh, Mike Zimmer did that because when he did that, I was like, "Yeah, that's what every A and M fan said every fucking Saturday." And even A and M's uh, barstool account or wherever it was, like, let Kellen Mond cook. And I even responded on Twitter. I was like, dude, the Aggies didn't even want to let him cook. Like, he sucks. Like, you fu- they wasted a draft pick on the kid. The kid sucks. Not, I mean, the kid might be a great kid. That's fine. I don't know him personally. But as a, as a quarterback, he sucks. I'm sure he's I'll a great kid. He's, he's, goes, to, goes to a great school. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good fighting yeah. Aggie. He's a good fighting yeah. Aggie. Of course, he's a great he's kid. He's a good kid. But he's, just, not, he's a terrible quarterback. They're not Urban Meyer kids. Let's put it that way. Oh, God. Oof. Oofa. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to move on. Uh, although he's playing an Urban Meyer kid, so I don't know. I don't know how that works. Anyway, we're going to move on to those up, Hammer Dolphins. Nope. Nope. We're going to move on to Miami, and they are hosting the New England <laughs> Patriots, and they are a consensus six-point home dog, although you can get them six-and-a-half at several books. Well, since we're bragging about picks we got on it our personal moving book, down. Sorry, since we're bragging about picks we got on our personal books, I'll just say I got Miami plus seven. Uh, you know, since, since that's what we're doing this week. Uh, hey, me look. too. Oh God, fuck off! Just, just, just fuck right off. So, can I get some shine? Can you just let me have some? Just pipe, hit your me button over there. Um, so look, obviously, even when New England had Tom Brady, this was a struggle spot for him, and it seems like they always play them at the end of the year. It's so weird how these schedules work out um, the same all the time. But going down to Miami from the freezing cold of New England, going down to that humidity, it. You know, for whatever reason, even with Brady, this was a a shock for them. Uh, so I, you know, not only do I like Miami to the cover, I I would not be surprised if Miami shocks the world here. Remember, Flores came from the Bill, Bill Belichick tree, so you're going to get max motivation from Miami. They want to get the nine wins to have a winning season. They're still, I heard, like the slimmest of slim chances they could make the playoffs. Uh, not likely, but you know, whatever. If there's a chance, there's a chance. So um, I do love Miami here, and, and it would just be the most sweetest of sweet if New England pisses away the end of this year, loses to Miami in Miami, which they've done a lot in the past, and miss the fucking playoffs. Oh my god, that would be so great. What do you got? I'm trying to look up Miami's. I mean, I've got everything here. Uh, so I, th I think New, Eng New England's in the playoffs. No matter what. Let me look that up. Let me look. I'm looking. Yes, they're they're in the playoffs. No matter what. <sighs> what? So they're in the then, playoffs. Then why? Are, okay. Then what? Yeah. What can they gain from playing starters? Then they can See? win the division still. Okay. Now they can okay, still so win the division. Well, fuck. With, with, they, they need Buffalo to lose or tie. Okay, well then, take everything I just said and replace missing the playoffs with losing the division, I guess. That's not a whole lot of motivation, though. Yeah, like, honestly, you? that's that's not max motivation for New England just to win the division. I don't know. No. What do you think? No, I love Miami. Uh, speaking of struggles of New England in Miami, since Belichick arrived, the Patriots are two and seven versus Miami in Miami, straight up in December. Two and seven. Oh. Forget the spread. Forget everything. Two and seven straight up speaks so exactly what you're speaking to. <laughs> Cold weather to the humidity to maybe the South Beach flu or whatever the New England guys might have caught. I don't know. Maybe Gronk's not there. Maybe it's not that big a factor anymore. No, but again, that's since 2001. So that's, that's the whole time. So, uh, yeah, I love I love Miami. I love Miami to win the game. I think Miami does win the game. They do want to get to 9-8. and eight. They were supposed to be a playoff team. You know, 9-8 and eight is nothing to, nothing to sneeze at, right? I mean, you just missed, you're just going to miss the playoffs. But you have a winning record, and they can finish third in the division. Uh, and 
only one game behind New England, which <sighs> New England beating us on the over-under by one game is really going to chap my fucking ass. <clears throat> but well, it looks like that's what's going to happen. I, I think Miami wins. Well, I mean, it, just to play devil's advocate, if you if you like New England, the, look, Miami, the reason we picked them to lose to Tennessee last week is because they're not very good in the trenches. New England's also good in the trenches. So, you know, it could, like, New England could just go in there and dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides. But to that point, they haven't. For whatever reason, in Miami, they don't. It's been a struggle spot for them. So, um, yeah, go, go Dolphins. Let's get it. Go Dolphins. Now, for the record, um, all the main algorithms do agree on Miami. The favorite algorithm does pick New England, though, slightly. So, we'll see. But, yeah, I like like Miami. I like them to go win. All right, moving on to the Indianapolis Colts. And they are at my Jacksonville Jaguars, who are, I think they're locked into the number one pick now. Uh, And they're 15.5-point home dogs. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably be the number one pick for a few years in a row. I don't see that changing a whole lot. Um, <laughs> this is a gigantic number. How many years in a row could you have the number I one pick? Fuck if I know. I mean, it's like a guy in our fantasy league. He gets it every fucking year and he never wins shit. How that, is this possible? That's actually a really good trivia question. Like, what's the record for number one overall picks in a row? Is it, I mean, they're going to have, is this three in a row? Is that right? No, this will be two. This is two? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have the number one pick two years ago. So can they get three? We'll see. It's gonna be gonna be the story. <laughs> it's gonna be the story of next year. Can't wait for that. So I've got a little nugget here for you, and I'm gonna hit it with you. Do it live. Let's, let's see what you know the answer to this. When was the last time Indianapolis went to Jacksonville and won Bo Cephas? Two thousand fourteen. I hate you, you son of a bitch. Mute your fucking microphone again. You are out once again. 2014 was the last time they won. For whatever reason, they, again, the Heat, uh, coming down into Miami at this time of the year. I'm assuming they played. goddamn swamp. It's it's fucking so hot in Miami and Jacksonville this time of year. Well, how do you play in this shit? I don't even, I don't know. But they can't go down there and win. It's a bad spot for them. Fucking huge number. Of course I'm on. Of course I'm on Jacksonville. They've burned me so many times this year. What is one more time going to fucking do? You know, it's kind of like that girl that, you know, she, I mean, she's just so hot and you just, you know, what's going to come of it. You know, you don't, you don't try to catch feelings. You know, it's probably, you know, just you're her late night booty call. That's just how it is. You know, she goes out with her girlfriends you know, she doesn't find a swinging dick at the bar. She gives you a fucking text at 2 a.m. Of course you're fucking down. So, you know, she comes over. She gets off, and, you know, you get off, and it's all good. And the next morning, you, might, you know, maybe you have breakfast together, have a couple laughs. Like, ah, I might go somewhere. It never fucking goes anywhere. That's what the Jaguars are. They're just, like, they just want to tease you just enough. Like, they just give you just enough. And they're just... They're just hot enough to keep you hanging around. Um, that's what they are. Um, but yeah, I'd have I'd have to lean Jacksonville too. Um, that I mean, it's it's the only Indy doesn't play well there. They just don't. They just fucking don't. And fifteen and a half points is a lot. 
for a team that is not um, built on explosiveness on offense. Indy's not. They grind, grind, grind. And again, if you look at motivation for the playoffs, so I'm looking at Indy's uh, motivation now. They go get into the playoffs with a win. So basically, win and they're in. So again, if they're up, they're winning. Same kind of scenario we talked about with uh, whoever it was before. Um, I can't remember what, what game we were going over. Oh, Kansas City. They, again, could be up by 20 in the fourth quarter. Guess what? All you need is a fucking backdoor touchdown against a bunch of backups, and you're fucking in. So there's no other way to play it but Jacksonville. Only a complete fucking laydown could beat you, which is possible. It is possible, but it's a good spot for Jacksonville. You know, usually, you know, usually both Cephas, those when those late-night honeys come over for those late-night booty calls, it doesn't lead to love. It leads to a visit to the clinic. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? Mine leads to bacon and eggs. Mine yeah, leads well, to bacon yeah. and eggs. Yours leads to solves and creams. I don't know. Yeah, we hang out in different crowds on the weekends, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> potato, potato. I on those buffalo. <laughs> We're going to move on. We're going to Buffalo. Those bills. Let's go, Buffalo. They're minus 16 versus the New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I mean, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of damn points. But, but... Feel like the Jets played their Super Bowl last week effort and going out on the road, even though it's not far, it's right down the road to Buffalo. Uh, you know, the Buffalo likes no, to beat that's up way fucking far. Well, it is kind of far, but relatively on a road trip in the NFL, it's not very far. But the, Buffalo likes to beat up shitty teams. Now, last week they kind of struggled. Uh, to, to handle Atlanta and couldn't honestly put them away and they got a little lucky depending on where you got the number to get the cover some some people got the cover some people got the push some people got the loss depends on where you got it but um, now do they w- tell me the motivation here for Buffalo like they have to win to get that division I'm locked up I'm assuming yes okay so I mean they're gonna come out and throttle this team. Just, I would. I guess I would lean to first half. If you're going to play Buffalo, I would play it first half because that's when the gas is going to be. You know, the pedal is going to be to the floor the most. If you like the Jets, play them the whole game. Get those. Get those full amount of points. Uh, maybe the, maybe the lead's big enough, like we talked about earlier, to where they pull starters and you can get you can get the backdoor situation there. Um, I, but it feels square. This feels like a square dog for for the Jets. So be careful there. I, gun to head, I would lean to Buffalo first half, honestly. Definitely a square dog. It's moving up at 16 and a half at several different books. And I did forget to mention Miami was one of the no covers versus New England cover. So flip-flop oh. there. And right here, Buffalo was a no cover versus the Jets who were cover. So flip flop to Buffalo and Buffalo is absolutely, they're becoming, they're becoming, you know, pretty much Raven type team. They've got a running quarterback that throws the ball. 
They like to beat the shit out of the fucking <laughs> shitty teams. Um, that's just what they Minus fucking the do. Running man. Game. They, they. Well, I mean, it all comes from the it all comes from the quarterback. Yeah, they don't have a running back, but honestly, Baltimore hasn't had a really a running game all year other than Lamar either or Huntley. No, not this year. So, but yeah, that they just like to fucking bulldoze and bully the shitty teams. And the only thing that scares me is again game in hand at the end of the game. This is a huge number to get a backdoor on, so it does scare me on that. I like your first half play. Again, it's a way different week, boys and girls, so you got to pay attention to, you know, motivations and what's going on. Buffalo only needs to win to win the division. Uh, they came out and blitzkrieged fucking Atlanta last week. They let Atlanta back in the game. They ended up winning by 14. That was not enough to cover the final number. So, again, like my buddy said, depending on when and where you betted at is depending on if you did or didn't win money if you're on Buffalo. So, I expect the same. I expect them to come out and blitzkrieg this fucking team. And then maybe let off the gas a little bit, but I don't know that I can back the Jets plus the 16. I just I don't know that I can do it. Now, if All it right. gets up to 17, 18, as we've seen these Buffalo games tend to do, then maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right, All moving right. on. Those Tom Brady Buccaneers. They're playing the Carolina Panthers, and they're eight-point home favorites. Yep, Carolina is playing everyone and Tampa Bay how long will they play starters who the fuck knows I've heard I've heard rumors both ways honestly I've heard rumors that Tampa Bay is playing their starters and they're gonna stay in I've heard rumors that Tampa Bay is not playing starters so this is one if you like you know if you want to gamble and you think that there's value on Carolina and and you're gonna get ahead of the the market and you think that Tampa Bay is gonna announce starters are out then you know take them at their eight and a half points right now uh, you know, if you think that Tampa Bay is going to play starters, obviously, you know, obviously you'd be on Tampa Bay, maybe tease them down or they're at that perfect teaser range. Um, it's, it's dangerous either way for me. So I'd probably stay away. Yeah. If you thought you're going to value at Carolina, you're fucking wrong because it opened at 16 and a half. So obviously you're not getting any fucking value on Carolina. Why is it down Even to eight and a Tampa half? Tampa does do what? Why is it down to eight and a half? Because all the motivation and like the world opener like looked at was Tampa gonna play, are they gonna play? And then obviously all this other bullshit started happening. So here's the thing. You got two different you got two different philosophies going on the same team, which it's a weird dichotomy in Tampa Bay, like and it's been going on the whole time. If Tom Brady had his preference, Tom Brady would go out and kick the shit out of Carolina and he'd play every fucking snap and everybody else would too, and they'd score as many points as they possibly could. It's up to Bruce Arians Nobody would fucking play because that's his philosophy. So who's going to win? I can tell you who's won more championships and probably who's right and who's fucking wrong, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Arians is the head coach, and he will weigh in on some of this. So that's why this is a stay-away game for me completely. I have no interest in it either way at any time, at any point. I mean, Tampa doesn't need to win the game. It means nothing to them, literally. Then so you got to. Then you got to be on Carolina. The you, then you have to be on Carolina in those points. I mean, that's that's just. I mean, with Tom, you're you're gonna you're gonna bet on Sam Darnold without Tom. If the game well, means Tom's nothing, why are they? What a quarter, a couple of a couple of series. Again, who, how much? 
And Who's we, the and backup? Seen the, here's the thing. We've seen, but we've seen what Tom is versus what Arians is. And Tom, you know, wanted A.B. on the team. Arians said, no way. Guess what? A.B. on the team. Tom wanted A.B. to stick around even after the fucking COVID list. Even though Arians said one strike and you're out, guess what? A.B.'s still on the fucking team. Yeah, but even and Tom... If he wasn't his fucking pads in the stands... He'd still be on the fucking team. Yeah, but even so, even Tom has to realize that like you gain nothing here. And I know that shit worked when he was in New England when he was younger, but he's fucking old now. He needs a week off. That's that's not his mindset. That's not his makeup. That's that's not what makes that dude go. But I will agree with you that at some point he is going to relent. So, but at what point is my point? So I don't know. I, it's a stay away game for me. All right. All right, moving on. Those Houston Texans, they are hosting the Tennessee Titans. They are 10-point home dogs, and this line has not moved a goddamn inch. Motivation, Bo Cephas, what is it? 10 points. No, motivation. What's on the line? uh, Tennessee wins, and they have the number one seed in the AFC. There you go. I mean... (laughs) If you can't cover, uh, well, cover is one thing, but like they're gonna win this game. Like they, they Tennessee number one. They're the quietest one seed of my life. I've never seen a one seed sneak into the one of seed all fucking time. of all time. Now, with that said, it's right on the plate for them, and they're playing the shitty Houston Texans. So, I feel like there's no way they lose this game. Now, ten points. For a home team, division, you could talk me into that. Um, but there is no way Houston, or excuse me, Tennessee, fucks up this silver platter number one seed and the only team that can get a bye, and specifically when they got the freight train coming in to save the day, uh, Derrick Henry coming off injury. So, my God, like, there's in my mind I can't imagine them losing this game. Ten points seems a little much, but you know, stranger things have happened. Both see the stranger things have happened, but I would have to lean to Tennessee here, even even at that big number. What do you got? I'd lean the other way at that number, just because how well Houston, and particularly how well David Davis. Oh, Davis you almost did it again, you bastard. <laughs> this is why it's confusing. Davis Mills, the the fourth, has uh, played at home. Um, man, they're they're just a feisty team at home, and we we saw the same team beat a Chargers team in max motivation, right when they still had a chance at that division, and they just whipped their fucking ass. Like it wasn't even a football game; they just beat the shit out of them it's inexplicably because they shouldn't because they're a terrible, terrible. Terrible fucking football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tennessee, being as physical as they are on defense, and that's the biggest thing to me, if you look at the Chargers, they're 26th in DVOA defense, and Tennessee is 9th. So this is not going to be a cupcake-ass defense that Davis Mills can kind of take advantage of. Tennessee's physical, and they followed their, you know, their head coach's kind of mantra of getting to physical. So... 
I like that on your side to play devil's, devil's advocate to my own side. The numbers are with Houston, and Houston has the same motivation they've had, I don't know, since day one. They weren't. They were never going to be good. They're never going to win shit. They've known it all year. So it's a young quarterback. It's a brand-new head coach. They're going to be playing balls fucking out. That's their motivation. And that, that boys and girls, in, in, in situations like this, is a big motivation factor. It's, it's bigger than you think it is because when you have a young quarterback and an unproven head coach, they're going to go fucking all, all out. You're going to see fucking mm-hmm. fake punts, whatever the fuck they have to do. They don't give a shit. It's the last game of the season. They're going to throw everything at Tennessee. I think Tennessee's going to have a dogfight on their hands. If you wanted to bet Houston, if you want to be safer about it, I think I might actually like the uh, kind of opposite of what we've been saying. Houston maybe the first half, and then maybe Tennessee play them on the money line in the second half. Hmm. So uh, that might be the way I might get at this game and feel safer about it. But I would lean Houston with the 10. I don't feel great about it, but that's, yeah. that's where I'm at. Yeah, me. Houston's going to be throwing everything out there, all their tricks. Like they might even bring out Deshaun Watson and say, fuck it, get out there and go, boy. Get you some. No, there's there's no massage tables allowed on the field, sir. So mm-hmm. no. Well, I mean, that's maybe. that. That's the only time he really gets up for a game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> All the way up. All oh, way up. it's a dick joke. What do you know on the FGH yeah. podcast? Who would have yeah. fucking thought? All right, Shocker. we're gonna move on to the New York football. My New York football Giants. I'm quarterback in this game. And uh, you know what? We're seven-point home dogs to the stupid fucking football team, and I think we're going to win. But Longhorn, what do you think? Well, I think that if this isn't the corner TV game of the year, I don't know what is because you literally <laughs> – like watching the Giants play football right now is literally – it's setting back football decades. It's awful. And the stupid-ass coach – this would normally be like who gives a shit game – but the dumbass coach for the Giants went out there and started talking shit about the Washington franchise, like 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 they got their shit figured out over in New York, talking about they don't know what they're doing. They got players fighting, make you know, talking about Rivera. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you are not even a real coach, and you're sparking up all this shit that motivation for the other team that doesn't really need it. I'm all over Washington here. I again. Actually, their their points per game has gone down since it was twelve. I think it's down. It's it's in single digits now since Danny Dimes has left this this team. So, um, if the Giants score ten points, I will be fucking flattened. I will be so surprised if they score ten points. So, you need seventeen points from Washington to cover this game. I love watching this game. This is a statement game. You don't talk shit to a coach that's better than you and to a roster that at this point is better than you. This is stupid. So skins of red blowout lesson. And I hope he gets fired. Uh, whatever his fucking name. I don't even, I don't even know what his name is. I don't, I don't need to learn it. Cause he'll be gone. His name is Joe judge. That's oh, his God. stupid fucking name. And if you leave him my buddy, you can get the football team at six and a half at win bet. So, that's the only number I see in town that's under a touchdown. Here's a funny thing to me about this game. This is the lowest total of any game this week that actually has starters playing on both sides. 
Like everybody available that's playing. There's one total lower, but that's a game we'll get to in a minute right. that nobody's playing in. Both all the starters that are available are playing this game. Mm-hmm. This total is 38. Actually, Yikes. 37 and a half at a couple different places. Yeah. So yeah, I won't watch one second of this stupid fucking game. Both these teams are garbage. You know who who's the fucking taller midget? I don't fucking know. Seventeen I mean, I guess to I'd six. I'd have to lean with you. I mean, the, seventeen to six. Well, I mean, I've said game. for weeks and weeks and weeks. I've said for weeks and weeks. I fought with you on several times. You know, against the Giants, can't bet the Giants are so terrible. I mean, I I don't know how I can go against my own inclination now so i guess i have to lean with you i'd rather get it the six and a half for sure but yeah or tease it yeah not no because here's here here's how this game's gonna go washington's gonna do exactly what you said and blow them out or they're gonna lose mm-hmm. so yeah. i would not tease so the game. i actually would it's kind of like kind of like the dallas like i said last week that's why i didn't like dallas on a teaser even though they were in that perfect spot because they were either gonna Handle up, or they're going to fucking blow it. Yep, that's is exactly what's going to happen in this game. So Washington's going to either blow them the fuck out, or they're just going to lose the football game. Right. All right, moving on to those hot Atlanta Falcons, and they are consensus three and a half point home dogs and New Orleans Saints. Yeah, buddy. Now here is a game that. You know what? Fuck it. Go ahead. It's the last week of the season. Hit that sounder. I'm going to put Atlanta winning this game. New Orleans. Son of a bitch. What? Did you like that too or something? No. Yeah, you probably hate it. You you, you hate Atlanta. You're you're anti. I'm I'm probably pro Atlanta this year. You're probably you're probably definitely anti Atlanta. But I I don't care. Like this, Atlanta's a scrappy fucking team, dude. They're 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 terrible. Like you, you, you'll probably mention how terrible they are and how like the one, one of the worst rated teams. And yet they always seem to be scrapping their way in these games. It's a division rival. They get to play spoiler to New Orleans, who's been kicking them in the dick for so many years. This is their chance to a little bit of payback. Uh, Matt Ryan, I mean, he's dude, he's playing his ass off. Like, like all things considered, the loss of weapons and and Pitts might not play this week. That does suck. So like like the fact that Pitts is out. When I, when I heard that, I was like, ah, that's 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 going to sting. Uh, but the line's still going down. So the money's still coming in on Atlanta. Um, so I just I just feel like New Orleans is not good enough on offense to lay points on the road in a division game, in my opinion. So, you know, I think Atlanta wins this game. I certainly like them with, with over the three points at home. So... Um, what do you what do you got over there? Because because everybody's playing this game, so th- this one we can use the computers on. So what do you what do you got? Well, let's just look up the computers. I'm just stunned over there. Stunned. Uh, where is this stupid game at? <laughs> yeah. So the main algorithms agree with you. The favorite algorithm agrees with New Orleans. So disagrees with you. So I like that. Uh, and Atlanta's six nine and one against the spread, so as scrappy as you say that they are, uh, they're not even winning against the spread, which they've been heavy, heavy dogs in a lot of fucking games. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if New Orleans, their motivation. Let's go back to that. Just had that pulled up. Um, they need to win, and San Francisco lost, which is very, very possible to get into the playoffs. 
Ooh. You're talking about Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints. So mm-hmm. I know Drew Brees is not there. I know they have some Mormon guy out there fucking running around <laughs> trying to pretend to be a quarterback. Yeah, um, dude, they were they were struggling ma- with Carolina last week. They can't score. Ma- maybe, yeah, but they covered. But they covered. I know. And we I had know. them. They covered seven and a half points. Yeah, because Sam Darnold. And Atlanta can't. And Atlanta can't score the ball. Atlanta sucks on fucking offense. They suck. Like, I, yeah, I, I look, don't I, know. I'm not going to push on. Uh, look, yeah, it's. I'm calling it, but but I'm not going to. You can make a good argument, but like, I, Taysom Hill. And not only that, huh? we need fucking Atlanta to lose to win one of our fucking season totals. Oh, I don't care. Like, so, yeah, that's, which I know we're already guaranteed winning money. Yeah, I don't. But I don't. That's not going to cloud know, my, my handicap. Uh, like, I yeah, I hope that I hope that happens. But I still call it how I see it. No, that's fine, and that and that's that's a sign of a good handicapper. But again, there's no motivation for Atlanta to do this. Atlanta's offense is 28th in the league DVOA. So as what bad was their motivation as you say New last Orleans week? is on offense. Well, what was their motivation last week to go in the fucking snow and play their and just play their ass off and fight? They should have laid and down. And lose by they, 14 they points? Lost. I don't know. What was their motivation to go lose by two uh, touchdowns? They lost by 14 because of a stupid fucking rule. That should have been a seven-point loss. And you know it. Okay, okay, they... Okay, they back they backdoored and got in by seven in a game they were getting blown out by. But, like, but why? Why no, were they this, still fighting hard? That, but this, I don't know. But this is exactly. a real football game, and like you said, if Pitts is not going to play, that's his only weapon he has left, and they suck even with him. Because guess what? He's a fucking tight end. He's having the greatest season of tight end rookie tight end has ever had. And it still doesn't matter. Twenty eighth in the league DVOA. And New Orleans has a great fucking defense. If 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 Atlanta scores more than fucking 14 points in this game, <laughs> I'll be fucking shocked. All New Orleans needs to do is score fucking 15 to win. Now, the cover, you might be right on that. I'm not going to fight you too hard on that as far as against the number, but that's what, how the computer judges, not a straight up. So I'm not going to fight you on the three and a half. That might be actually a perfect number to get Atlanta at. But, yeah, New Orleans is going to win this game. They're going to go win, and they're going to – Yeah, more If, yeah, if San Francisco loses, they're getting in the playoffs. 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 All right, we're going to move on to Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. Baltimore's five-point home favorite. Um, Is it going to piss you off if I hit the sounder here? I don't give a shit. Hit that sounder. I think Pittsburgh is going to win back-to-back to end this season. Um, I, You've been saying it all year. Baltimore's just not a good team. They're just not fucking good. They, and I think they know it now. They know they're not good. They know the season's gone to shit. What the fuck's going on with Lamar? Like, what is his deal? Does he seriously have health issues that we don't know about? Like, I'm not sure. Um, You know, Big Ben looked absolutely inept last week. Like, like literally inept at playing quarterback. He had, like, 43 passes for, I don't know, like 19 yards, whatever it was. This is the (laughs) god-awful, god-awful. But, look, this is a division game. We've been saying it for since before we were doing this podcast. When you get over three points in this division, you just take it, man. You just take it. It, In the long run, it pays off. I certainly like Pittsburgh with the the points and, you know, whatever. Just, Just consider it just like Atlanta. It's a gut feeling. I think Pittsburgh wins this game. Yeah, no, I'm with you on this one. 
I think Pittsburgh wins. I think Big Big Ben, you know, rides his fat ass out on the whatever fucking sunshine horse could carry him at this point. And Tomlin, and, uh, too. Tomlin winning far, season. Yeah, as far as motivation goes, both teams can still get in the playoffs, but they need a lot of fucking help. It's not going to happen for either one of them, so it really doesn't matter. Right. So the motivation is beating each other, which is enough motivation. These two hated, hated fucking run. They hate each other. So it's a it's one of the few true robberies still left. Five points is way too many fucking points. So I don't know about. I mean, I do, I do think Pittsburgh wins, but yeah, the five points is good with me. All right. All right, moving on. Cleveland versus Cincinnati, and the who the fuck is even playing in this game bowl? Uh, your Browns are six and a half point home favorites. Yeah, you know what? Look, who gets shit? this fucking game? Is just you know, Baker's out. The backups in. It's probably an upgraded quarterback at this point. So I would lean to Cleveland on a. You know what? I would say teaser, but no, I think that doesn't. Don't you think that falls into that? You know, they either cover big or they fuck it off and since he wins. So actually, I don't think this is a good teaser for for Cleveland. So if you like Cleveland, you know. Just take a minus six. If you like Cincy, I'd probably play him on the money line, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, who cares about this fucking game? But Cleveland, in the offseason, man, they got some decisions to make. They have been drafting their ass off. They've got a great – well, they got a really good roster besides quarterback. So we'll see what they do in the offseason. I can't wait. Yep, lowest total of the week, 37.5. And again, that's because nobody even knows who's playing in this game. And at 37.5, I'd still lean at the fucking under, if I'm being honest. All Mm -hmm. right, moving on. Arizona hosts Seattle, 6.5 point home favorites. Now, this is a game that I would take the teaser with Arizona. Take them down to that just win situation. I don't have a whole lot else on this game. I hate going against Russell Wilson, especially when Russell Wilson starts looking like the actual Russell Wilson that we've known. Um, but you can talk about the motivation over there. I just feel like this is uh, Seattle covered, yep, and Arizona did too, though. So that doesn't fall into that category. But yep. I just feel like this is Arizona's game. They're, they've been struggling at the end of the year, kind of fading. Bounce back last week, and then what do they need going into this game? What is this a seeding situation? What do they need? Yeah, they need to win and the Rams to lose, which again is on the table to win the title. So max motivation for Arizona. Yeah, I'm, that'd be the way I go. What do you got? You're on Seattle. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I'm with you. I'm with you on the teaser. Uh, I don't like covering the six and a half. Um, I mean, it obviously could happen if if it's if they're winning late. Seattle probably will just lay down and their season's over. So it's kind of one of those opposite situations. You might look to play Arizona in the second half. Um, I would not play Seattle in the first half though. Uh, but if Arizona's winning at halftime, I would look to bet them even further at at the half and Seattle just to fucking kind of lay down and go away. So, uh, but I love the teaser spot here. So I think. Arizona's definitely a good teaser leg to put in. Max motivation to win. They're at home. They got to have this fucking football game. All right. All right, moving on. The L.A. Rams. They're hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Four and a half point home favorites. 
Yeah, I've heard. I, is, I think Lance is starting this game. Is that what you're hearing? I have not seen an update on that. I've heard Jimmy G looks pretty good, so Oof, we'll see. I don't at that number. Mitch, I can't imagine Mitch, Lance is starting. Yeah, but you said that last week, and he did. And uh, you know, if it, it obviously we can't bet this until we actually know the quarterback situation. But I actually I'm hearing that Lance is starting again. So we'll we'll monitor that going forward. Um, if it is Lance, man. He ain't ready for this kind of playoff elimination on the road type atmosphere. He is just not. You know, if you watch that game last week against Houston, uh, I mean, that's that's one of the worst defenses. And there were times that he just looked like he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, maybe he'll be good going forward. Whatever. We'll see next year when, when, when he's the full-time starter. But in this spot right here on the road, mm, if it's him, I'm on the Rams. Uh I don't know. I don't know anyone. Obviously, with Jimmy G, yeah, those points are are fucking gold, which tells me that's that it probably is Lance because that's if if Lance was starting, don't you think this number would be closer to six and a half? I don't know. San Francisco owns L.A., so you got that factor. But if Lance is starting, I just simply cannot play San Francisco. Bottom line. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I'm looking up right now. Um, latest article. Uh, thumb injury, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Debo Samuel seems to think that he's playing. Um, he's been out there practicing and throwing the ball. I did see video of him throwing the ball. He looked a little high when he was throwing the other day. Uh, somebody caught some tape of um, the tight end Kittle saying, man, he's Kind of throw a little high. I'm going to cut that on mm. tape. Um, but, again, if, if you're playing for your playoff life, you got to have your starter out there. If, if it's Lance, yeah, I'm with you. There's no way, no way that I'm going to – I'll take the Rams all day long. Um, but if it's Jimmy G, it was six and a half in the open and down to four and a half. So, I'm thinking that's trending towards Jimmy G. Our power ratings, and again – Jimmy G in there. This is a half point delta at four and a half to San Francisco. So you're getting the value there on San Francisco. So here's what I will say. If you're if you're betting on Jimmy G playing or if you get some early info, I see it actually trending down at four points at FanDuel now. Four points at WinBet. So it's trending down toward the numbers getting sharper. You're only getting half a point of value at four and a half. So again, you think if you feel good about Jimmy G playing, you need to grab that four and a hook right now. If you think it's going to go the other way, then uh, I would grab the Rams right now. Um, actually, grab them at the four at the couple of books I mentioned because that number is going to skyrocket. If it, it it'll go back over seven. If he's got it, in, he so. has to get his ass out there and play this game. He just has to. If he if he doesn't play this game, then he's cut. Like you oh, just sure. ship your ass out of town because your playoffs. I mean, you're on the fucking line. They have to win but then, to get in. I think that they are. Let me scroll down and see. The Rams win the division with a win. San Francisco gets in with a win. Win and get in. It's win but, and get in. But then so you gotta, every, you do have to lot. worry. Even if he's like, if he forces his way out on the field, like how effective will he be? They, you know, like you said, players are 
chirping in practice that, that the balls are sailing like that. That ain't good. So, you know, you're not, it's not like he plays wasn't, and you're like, wasn't oh. Wasn't it him? Wasn't it him last year that the coach didn't want to start and didn't start him and then he came in and won the playoff game? Fuck, I don't know. Jimmy G? I've had yeah, too many beers since then. Too many beers. Yeah, I think beers. it was Jimmy G that didn't start and then came in when the other guy got hurt. He was so hurt that he could come in after the other guy got hurt and replace him and go win the fucking game. So he needs to get his ass out there and fucking play football. If he doesn't, quite frankly, as wrong or right as you might think it is, I question the dude as a fucking leader. I question him as a football player and a little bit as a fucking man, honestly. Just being honest. Nope. Go find that right, fucking dog. Moving on. You find that fucking dog. All right, moving on. Last game of the entire 2021 NFL yeah. season are Las Vegas Raiders. Home dogs, three points to the LA Superchargers. Home dogs, game of the week, and hit that sounder one last time for the 2021-22 season. Why not? This is basically a playoff game. I can't explain the Raiders this year. I don't have any numbers, and I know you don't either, that can explain what has been going on with this team. The, the moxie on this team, the way they've overcome adversity, is truly, it's, it might be one of the stories of the year, uh, no matter what happens in this game. So, I and you look, on the field, matchup-wise, I actually love this for, for, for Vegas. Um, their secondary and their pass rush are the strength of the defense. So, you know, you get a good pass rush on Herbert, get some good cover guys, and, and that's the recipe to, to defeat them. And on the other side, L.A. sucks at stopping the run, and Jacobs has, has, a little, has had a little late season you know, boost here. He, they've kind of found a little running game going there. There's rumors Waller might be coming back um, for this game. So everything points to the Raiders for me, and it is the absolute perfect letdown situation for the Chargers. This is what they do. This is just how Chargers – Go. This is the way, this is the way Chargers go. So, I, I love Vegas in, the, in this matchup. What do you got? This is how Chargers go. Yeah, the, go. Uh, the Chargers beat the Raiders twenty-eight fourteen at home early in the year, but that game was twenty-one to nothing at halftime, and it was a seven-point game in the fourth quarter. So, obviously, the Raiders' defense made the adjustment, and quite frankly, the Chargers' third-ranked DVOA offense is all they had to really hang their hat on. Because their defense, again, is 26. Now, the Chargers are the better football team by our numbers. But this number is too high. The crowd is going to be 100% oh Raider. The Chargers don't even have fans in their own fucking city. So you can forget traveling. And I'll take the veteran quarterback who's having an absolute Cinderella season. Because, like you said, buddy, by all accounts, there is no way they should be in this position. It is 100% because of Derek Carr, that they are. And I think the lights are too bright for a young kid like Herbert. This time, I do see him very being very successful in the future, but I think the Raiders win this game, and they win it outright. I love your sounder. Go Raiders. Let's get it. And with that, boys and girls, that was all them wins coming in the air tonight, baby!
Alright, boys and girls, it's time you all been waiting for. It's time for those free SFRE picks of the week. Longhorn, hit them with that fabulous NFL free pick of the week. Yep, and this week we are going to go... By the way, the free picks are on quite a run, just just like everything else. It's two weeks in a row we uh, have, in the NFL, we gotten the free picks winners. If it wasn't for Indy... Last week, remember I gave out three teasers all tied in with Green Bay. Indy was the only one that couldn't just fucking win, or it would have been it would have been a three and zero. As it was, it was two and one. Still, still pulled a unit. So, so good job there. But um, this week we are going to go with a money line parlay, and it's a it's a it's a it's a good one. Uh, it's an interesting one because it's a Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, Monday night. NCAA championship game wrap up. So you got Saturday to Monday action. Let it build up and let's have fun. We're going to start off Saturday with Philadelphia. We talked about it. We like them to win that game against Dallas. We think they're going to pull starters. And then we go to Sunday afternoon, Miami Dolphins at home. You talked about the, the, their record at home against New England here. So we like them to win that game. And then Sunday night, we just talked about it. The Las Vegas Raiders. We like them, and then wrap it up on Monday night with the championship game in college. I put Bama in because they're the underdog, and that. And if you do those four teams, Philadelphia, Miami Dolphins, Las Vegas Raiders, and Alabama to tie it up at the end, that's a 48-1 to payoff. If you like Georgia to win that game, it's a 36-and-a-half, I believe, payoff. So a little flexibility there at the end. If you like Georgia, 36 to 1 payoff. If you like Bama, 48 to 1 payoff. Either way, you're doing the fucking money dance. And those are all on the money line, correct? Money all line. money lines. All right. So little little side note on that. If you do the first three legs uh NFL, they hit. If you want to bet Georgia on the money line, uh that's your better hedge spot because you got to bet less on Alabama, basically to hedge your money back on the other side. Am I right on that? Or you could just take Bama if you get in that spot. Then you could just take Bama plus three, and you might be able to middle and, and win both. True. Lots of options. Yeah. First three legs they hit. You got lots of fucking options on Monday. All right. Uh, for the official college free pick of the week. Uh, last week, I don't know how many weeks in a row we've hit this shit, but last week we told you Alabama was going to run, 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 because they did not want to have any part of that Cincinnati fabulous fucking secondary and their first drive. They ran 10 out of 11 plays because Saban is, still remains the best coach of college football. He knows his opponents better than anybody. I like this week, we like the under 25 and a half total on Alabama and Georgia in the first half. Uh, the reason behind that is because both teams came out the last game. They scored uh, 45 point, or Sorry, the total was 49 last game. The total was 52 this game in spite of the total being 64 actually last game. It only went up three points despite that you know explosion of scoring. This is a championship game. It's going to be a championship fight. Georgia's going to make the adjustments where Alabama hit them last time in the deep passing game. They're going to make that adjustment. They're going to make Alabama throw, 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 underneath, underneath, underneath. They're going to keep everything in front of them. 
Neither team can run the ball on the other team. That was absolutely evident in the first game. It's going to be the same thing. This That's what these two teams do. Expect them to play that very close to the vest, under 25 and a half in the first half, and then on the second half, this is not an official bet, but if I'm right, and it goes under 25 and a half, look to play the second half over because whatever team's down late or losing or whatever, they're going to have to play, both teams are going to have to play more variance to try to win this football game outright. And that's when some crazy stuff can start happening. And here's a little bonus, just a little bonus player prop. And uh, this plays five to one. So this is Bryce Young for Alabama, at least 10 yards rushing with Bennett for Georgia with at least 16 yards rushing and then Young for at least 24 completions. And that's going to pay you 5-1 to one on that three-player prop. I feel really, really good about that one. I think that probably comes in for you. So, uh, again, both quarterbacks at least, or Bryce Young, 10 yards rushing, Bennett 16 yards rushing, and Bryce Young for at least 24 completions, 5-1 to one payout. And, yeah, we're still doing the money dance, baby. Lots, so, Longhorn, tell about that fabulous dance. website one more time. All right, you Glory Hole Seekers, that's going to wrap up another award-winning episode of the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Y'all come back to the Sports Patio next week, and don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating so we can pay those bills. We give out free picks on our website on our podcast, and also on our social media platform so people stop being sports stupid and use them all. But more importantly, sign up for those premium picks at our website so that we may become partners for life in both CFAs as always in a mostly non-sexual way. People, stop throwing away your hard-earned money on the guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football drinking beer and never pay a bookie again. Come on. God damn it. People never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take us out, baby.